What's up, y'all, and welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker to the women, the owner of a women's organization that is called Empowerment Daily Devotional Corporation, LLC. It gives me great honor to introduce to you Destiny Gillespie, a.k.a. Destiny Speaks. You are a fellow sister of the hair and beauty industry. You are the founder of the nonprofit women's organization called the Empower Hermit Daily Devotional Corporation. And you're focusing on young women and girls on how to become better versions of themselves. But I want to go back to your first love, which is the beauty industry. What made you decide or what inspired you to start doing that as a career? Um, so what pretty much inspired me to do that as a career is I was actually like 15 years old because um, I'm 26 now. So I was 15. And at that time, um, I kind of grew up in a household with my grandparents where they were like, if you want it done, you have to learn how to do it yourself, right? Like my grandparents were not spending money for me to go get my hair done, my nails done, or any of that. Um, and so it started with me just kind of like playing around in the mirror and doing my friend's hair or their makeup and things like that. And then um, I really just kind of started doing it as a career uh, with braiding hair. And um, I was able to do that for at least 10 years uh, where I was doing it as a side hustle. Then it came into a full-time hustle. Um, and it was just amazing during that time because it allowed me to meet so many different people. Um, and it really helped me to really um, enjoy wanting to make women feel beautiful. It was just something about, you know, them coming in and then, you know, feeling one way and then leaving out and feeling another. And I think by going into that, that is, that's what inspired me um, to, you know, go full-fledged into women's empowerment. And that was going to be my next question. Do you feel like that was your gateway, like your 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 experience in the beauty industry to help women with their, not just with their outer beauty, but their inner beauty? Yes, I would say that that was the gateway because for me, when I was doing people's hair or doing their makeup, it was more so of the reaction afterwards, you know, seeing them light up and, you know, you know, when you go to the beauty salon, um, you know, you sit in the chair and you pretty much are their therapist at that point in time, you know, so people would explain to me different things that were going on in their lives, um, you know, different challenges that they were facing and things like that. And so um, I would definitely say that that was a gateway because as I sat there and I listened to these women, one, I was honored that you even felt comfortable to, you know, talk to me about the things that are going on in your life. And then by me just doing something as simple as braiding your hair or helping to enhance your outer beauty and, you know, giving you that solicited advice of, you know, what do you need from me at this point in time while we're spending, you know, hours together while I'm getting you beautified. Um, I think that's what really, really helped me to understand like, okay, you know what? I really love doing this. It's not just about, you know, helping them with their outward appearance, but really helping women discover that everything they already need to succeed is already within them. They don't have to search outside of themselves. Um, and so I'm just, I'm really grateful to do this. And it, it's really my passion. It was, it was crazy because it's like, I didn't choose that life. It kind of chose me. So. <laughs> and it's funny cause I'm a retired stylist, so I get it. 
Right. <laughs> so, so I, it, it was something about the before and after of doing somebody's hair. And you're right. That is like the most intimate time between the stylist and her client because they spill the beans where you want those beans or not. Yes. <laughs> you don't know if I like beans or not, but yet, nevertheless, here we are. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they'll tell it all, too. You're just like, oh, my goodness, you know. But then to me, it made me feel like, okay, well, it must be the energy that I'm giving off that that's making them feel comfortable because I've gone places where I didn't feel comfortable to be open, you know? And so I took that pretty much as just, like I said, an honor um, that, you know, you would come and sit in my chair. And then instead of just getting your hair done, it turned into like a full-fledged conversation. And that's really how I met like a lot of the women that are in my organization now. Like a lot of them started off as, as clients where they would come into the salon that I was working at. And I remember telling a few of them this idea that I had of doing, you know, um, cause my nonprofit organization was pretty much supposed to be just text messages going out, you know, and helping to uplift women and inspire them and motivate them and encourage them. And I would tell them about it and they were like, well, no, you should really do it. I really love the idea. And so that's, I mean, a lot of the women that have been with me going on two years, as long as this organization has been going on, they started out as my client. Okay, so um, tell us about your organization. What's it called and, and what's it all about? Yeah, not a problem. So it's called the Empowerment Daily Devotional Corporation. So it's a play on words, so empowerment. Um, I know a lot of people are like empowerment, but it's no, it's empowerment. Um, and how I ended up, coming up with this, I, I always tell people it was really God that gave it to me because I didn't wake up one day and decide that, oh, I just want to do a women's group. You know, um, God had put it on my heart when I was 21 years old. He had given me a vision that I was going to be leading women, um, that I was going to be dealing with women and basically helping push women to become the best versions of themselves um, or even newer versions of themselves. And so I remember being, you know, immature minded at 21 and I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's not for me. Um, you know, and I ran from it for quite some time. And then when I was 24 years old, I was, I found myself braiding hair still, but I was also working in the hospital as a nurse's aide. And so when I was starting out my nursing career, um, I remember being in a room with a young man who was on suicide watch. And I'll never forget this. It was September 25th of 2018, and I was asking him questions, you know, like just to make sure that, you know, why, what made you want to do this, right? He ended up telling me that it was because of his girlfriend. And I remember just feeling the spirit of God just kind of like lay heavy on me. And I said, well, why? You know, God went a little further. He started to explain to me why. And it was then where God put it on my heart and said, it's go time. I didn't have a name for this. I didn't know how I was going to market this. I was like, well, God, what do I do? You know, and God was like, just trust me and I'm going to tell you how to do it. Well, I, you know, I was under the impression, like I said, that it was just going to be me sending out devotionals. Um, and so when I came up with this name and I prayed on it, that's the name that God gave me. So I was like, okay, Empowerment Daily Devotional Corporation. So they're going to get daily devotionals. You know, um, and that was actually before it came with the corporation, because before it was just the Empowerment Daily Devotional. So it was me sending out daily devotionals to them from the Bible, um, you know, and just helping encourage them. I would send them 
um, you know, different gospel songs and things like that. And maybe a couple months in, God was like, okay, I need you to step it up a notch. And I got a little scared because I'm like, God, what, what do you mean? We got to step it up a notch. Like, this is going good. You know, I had like <laughs> 53 women on this text thread. I had to do it from two different phones. I mean, it was crazy. And I'm like, step it up a notch. What do you mean? What, what do I got to do? And God was like, I want you to evolve and take this in as a women's group. And I'm like, um, I don't even know how to run a women's group. I don't even know the outline of this. I don't know. So I remember telling them, you know, I sent the text out and I was like, hey, guys, you know, how do you feel about doing monthly meetups and meeting with one another? And they were all for it. And so it was just from then where, like, you know, we started meeting monthly and then God put it on my heart. I want you to turn this into an op a corporation, um, you know, a nonprofit. Now, at this time, I had no idea what a nonprofit was. You know, I had probably rarely heard of a nonprofit. So I was just like, I don't know how to do that. And so I remember him just bringing people into my life that really, really, you know, saw the vision. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and, you know, I mean, like the dream, the vision, everything he was giving me was like so heavy that I was just like, God, I don't think I'm worthy to do this. I don't, I don't think I'm going to succeed. And it was during that time period where God literally had to like gracefully break me down because he needed me to understand that this is not about you. This is bigger than you. You know, I was just like, okay, you know, well, I, it was there where I was just like, well, just use me, God, whatever you see fit. And when I tell you that God has blown my mind with this organization, it has honestly taught me more about myself than I've ever known. It has helped me with my leadership abilities. And I remember having moments where the enemy would get to me and say, you know, you're not worthy. You can't lead women. Look at your life. Look at what you're doing, right? You're not perfect. You can't do that. And I remember God telling me, you know, if you weren't worthy, then you wouldn't have women who, you know, I have women who are older than me that I, that I lead, you know? And he was like, if you weren't worthy and if you weren't, you know, ordained to do this, I wouldn't put you in this position. And that's when I truly understand, understood that, you know, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. And right. so even though there were plenty of women who probably had done this, you know, and had, had the credentials to do it, you know, here I am, this 24-year-old young girl who at the point in time did not know. And so now we are a nonprofit 501c3 organization. And so we have recently expanded. So we still have the sisterhood with the adult ladies, um, and they have to be at least 18 years of age to join. And we're very active within our community. So we feed the homeless every third Saturday of the month. We mentor young girls between the ages of 10 and 18. Uh, we recently did a, um, a pop-up pantry because, you know, we've all been going through this whole global pandemic of the coronavirus. And we were kind of limited on what we could do and how we could get out into the community. But last month, we were able to successfully feed 50 families in need by providing them with a wow. food box. And so we were super excited about that because, of course, with us being a nonprofit, you know, fundraising and things like that. So we were a little nervous because we're like, well, you know, the grants and stuff that are out there aren't really focused for nonprofit use right now. You know, and so our community really rallied behind us. They donated food. They donated money. And so we were able to help all 50 families. And so now we are excited to launch out a new youth sisterhood called the Empowerettes. And so it is a spinoff of the adult sisterhood, but it's going to be for middle school and high school aged young girls. So this has really blown my mind. Um, you know, we have been able to impact so many youth. 
Um, we have been able to impact so many lives that were in need. Um, and it's just really rewarding. I'm just really, you know, I'm at a point where I'm just like, you know what, God, I'm just thankful that you saw fit to use me and to utilize me. And so I have met some amazing women. Um, I have met some amazing people in general. And so I'm just really elated at what God has done, what he plans on doing um, and what he is doing so far. So that's pretty much who we are. And our mission is to uplift, inspire and empower. I love how God works. And I, he's a comedian because it's like you, it's like you said, uh, you'd be like, Lord, uh, who are you talking to? You cannot, right. you cannot be mixed. Absolutely not. And then he'll show you all kinds of signs and wonders of, yes, I am talking to you. Yes. So it's you because you <laughs> can do this. That's why I came to you. So, right, and yeah. it's kind of like we try to tell God like what he's doing, you know, and it's just like, it seems funny when you look back on it, because you're like, who was I to question God? But, I mean, I remember telling him, like, no, 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 God, I think you got the wrong girl. I think what we got going right now is going good, it's going great, we don't even got to mess with it. And, you know, it's just like, he, like you said, he's a comedian, and it's like, okay, you can tell me no now, but God is also eventually, if he if he wants it out of us, he's going to get it from us, regardless if we say yes or no. He's, he's going to get it. Baby, I can't even tell you how many times I told the Lord no or not now <laughs> or not right now, maybe later. Catch me catch me in a minute. <laughs> right, right. Catch me in just a hot second, you know. I got something to do. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> and he's, he's so merciful. And he'd be like, okay, I'll wait. But you're still going to do it. But I'll wait. But you're still going to do it, right. He does. He, God does not force himself on us. You know, mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things that he's really good at is giving us choice. But, you know, he has a way of having things play out in our lives where eventually, you know, all roads lead to where he was trying to take us, you know, before. Yes. And I think so many times we you know, delay our blessings because we're not feeling as if we're adequate enough to fulfill the call. And so, you know, it's like, God's like, I'll wait for you, but eventually you're going to see what I've seen in you all along. Right. And I think that's what's so beautiful. So. Yeah, that's why we was created to begin with, to, to show that we are chosen because we choose. Right. And I don't even think we really even think about that. I mean, he looked at us greater than the whole, the angels that he had up there with him. Right. No, that's so real. And I think it's just, if we looked at it like that, I think people will really understand that, you know, the, the low self-esteem and the lack thereof, like, you know, we, we are descendants of royalty. You know what I mean? Like we are, we, we have God's DNA flowing through us. So the same power that he has, it dwells within us. And so, you know, when we think like, wow, God, you, you know, not only did you send your son to die for me, because that's to me, I feel like that's the ultimate love, you know, send your son to do that just for me. And it's kind of like, you know, you don't need validation from anybody else as long as you're validated by God, you know, so it's really a mind thing. Like once you really realize like, wow, God chose me, he loves me, this is an honor, you know. I think that's when we can fully understand just how capable we truly are um, because I get emotional. I find myself so emotional at times where I'm just like, wow, like all the times that you probably should have walked away from me, you chose to stay. Mm -hmm. You know, and It makes you think as 
as men, you know, as human beings, we're so quick to give up on people or we're so quick, you know, if it doesn't, you know, mean us any uh, good or we just out here doing our own thing, we, we will leave somebody with a quickness based off of something that we hear. But God sticks with us based off of stuff that he even knows, things that, I mean, probably we don't want anybody else to know, but it doesn't make him look at us any differently. It doesn't make him love us any less. And I'm just honored you know, that God just saw fit and sees fit to use me and because I'm not worthy. <laughs> right. And, and this is something that's going to really mess you up. Not only does he blesses us because of what we did in the past or what we're doing in the present, he's blessing us knowing what we're going to do in the future. Yep. Because he sees it. He knows what we're about he to do. Already, we, he already knows. He already knows. He already knows. I'm a jack leg. He already knows. it. <laughs> Because he knows good and doggone well that Lillian, she's talking real good right now, but I'm going to ask her to do something tomorrow. Why don't you say no? <laughs> uh, girl, listen, you preaching to the choir. It's like you, you know because you didn't see what he did in your life, but then it's like he might get you at the wrong time where you just like, mm, God, can we just hold off for maybe a couple weeks? Like, Right. <laughs> let, me, let, let me get back to that email. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> Now, do you remember, because as we were talking, do you remember that moment where you like, you know what, this is going to work? Yes, I do remember that moment. And it was funny because that moment pretty much happened. And, and it's crazy to say, it happened when we turned one, which was almost a year ago, because we'll be two on September 26th. Um, it was when we turned one years old. And I remember, you know, all the ladies in my group were just so excited and they were like, oh, my God, Destiny, you know, we made it 12 months. Like, and we have really gone through so many changes. And you could really tell that God's hand was on it. Because I remember when we would go, um, before we became a 501c3, like, we would go to different places. And, you know, people would be like, well, you probably shouldn't do that because, you know, you're not tax exempt yet. Or, you know, you probably shouldn't do that because it usually takes organizations about a year or two years to do and I remember just, you know, watching God work it out, like his favor. Like we had Walmart, Target, Kroger, like all these different places donating things to us whenever we wanted to do an event or, you know, um, just doing things for us or, or us accomplishing things that you don't really see organizations within the first couple of months accomplish. And I remember when we turned one, I just, like I said, I was sitting there and I was just in awe because I was like, God... I didn't even think this was going to make it past the first month. Like, you look up and you're just like, wow, like, look at what he's done. And, you know, and the ladies who were a part of the organization, they're just like, you know, we know that God is in control of this because I tell people all the time, if it was just me solely over it, I, we would have failed, okay? Because, right, amen. You know I feel what I mean? You. Like, mm -hmm. I, like, for real, like, I don't, I don't proclaim to know it all. And I tell people all the time, I'm a lifelong learner. I don't want to know it all. You know, if I'm the smartest person in the room, there's a problem. I have to surround myself with people who know more than me, who do more than me, who are more successful than I am. So that way I have people to look up to and, you know, and, and be inspired by. But just sitting there like, okay, God, you, you know, you let us make it this far. I think us hitting that 12-month mark really did something within me. And it really sparked something. And it really showed me like, you know what? Like you said, this is going to work. As long as I just keep God in the forefront, as long as I just go ahead and do what it is that he's told me to do, and I drown out the noise around me, 
this right here is a prime example of how God can take something that I thought to be so small and impact so many people. And I think, you know, people don't realize too, you know, just because it looks easy, it's not. <laughs> you know, I would say that answering this call on my life, like it really changed me. But at the same time, I went through some times where it was really rough. Even, you know, I mean, and I think as business owners, as people that have a heavy calling on our lives, you know, where you're impacting people, it takes a lot. Like you have people that are around you that may not mean you good. You have friends that are going to fall off, you know. And I remember at one point in time asking God, God, is this you punishing me? Like, what did I do? Like, I had people who, you know, swore up and down. They had my best interests at heart because I was doing something positive. They stopped being my friend. People were talking about me on social media. You know, people were just people who I, you know, did right by, I loved, you know, and thought like, you know, you guys should be happy for me, you know? And and that's when God told me, you know, like when you're, when, when you go to a new level, everybody can't go with you. So, you know, when you're in this type of business, like people need to understand, even when you're in business at all, like it's not gonna be an easy road. You're gonna probably have, more bad nights and more bad weeks than you've probably had in a long time. But, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, one of the fruits of the spirit is long suffering. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you have to know how to suffer for something and fight for something because if it just came easy, I remember I, on Sunday, we had a monthly meeting and I was telling the ladies, you, you don't want something that's going to come easy. Cause if it comes easy, that means everybody can have it and it's not worth having. But when you work for something and you work hard for it, when you see, you know, the fruits of your labor come to pass, like it's, it's, I can't even explain the feeling, but it really helps you to understand, you know, what this journey is all about. And I think once God, you know, made it pretty much clear to me that this is what you're going to be doing, it really helped me to understand what I needed to be praying for. Like, okay, God, you've already showed me you know, what I can do, what I'm capable of. You've already showed me what it is that you need me to do. And, you know, and I've fallen in love with it now because at first it started off with me being obedient. But now, like I said, this was just something that I became so passionate about. But now I know, okay, God, I need this so you can prepare me for this. Mm -hmm. We always pray for something to come to pass, but, you know, we don't pray for God to prepare us for it. And so, you know, now he has put me in a position where it's like, okay, I know that I need this, but God, prepare me for this. You know, prepare me for what comes along with this territory so that way I'm not easily swayed when the enemy tries to come and, you know, play mind games or when I start to feel defeated or when I start to feel like I'm just doing it all wrong. You know, just praying that, you know, whatever God's will is, is ultimately what comes to pass and that I'm just prepared for it. And it, like you, do you like, this is how you know you love what you're doing, you have a passion for. It's the first, it's the last thing you think about when you go to bed, and it's the first thing you think about when you wake up. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It, and it's it like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, just shut my brain off. Shut it off so I yes. can, I just want to rest for a minute. I don't want to think about And then it's like, and then in the shower, girl, the shower is a terrible oh, you place. know what? You hear me? The shower is something else. The bathroom in general. Yes. People laughed at me because I said, you know, it seemed like he gave me at the wrong, the most awkwardest time. 
where I'm like, God, this is supposed to be my alone time. And he'll just drop something in my spirit. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I shot in the wax and washed the day away. And they'd be like, you email such and such. You need to inbox such and such. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm like, can I do that tomorrow? All right. Right now, or when I get out of here. And sometimes right. I'll be like, let me wait till tomorrow. I'm just going to wait till tomorrow. And then I forget who he told me I should have re- uh, talked to. And I'm like, God, dog, it should have just been a. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the brain is constantly working and thinking and thinking and working. And But that's when you know that this is what you're ordained to do. Yes. I think it really dawned on me this year because I actually just recently quit my job. Um, so this is what I do full time. Um, you know, this is, this is my baby and I don't get paid to do it. You know what I mean? Like, this is just something that I, I know that deep in my heart, God is like, it's going to be so much that comes from this. And I think I'm more so, I just want to impact people, you know? And I remember being in a position where right before God put this vision in my spirit, when I was 21, I found myself in a situation where it was kind of like life or death. And I told God that wherever, where if you help me get out of this situation, wherever I go, I promise to take you with me, you know? And so when he put this vision inside of me, you know, I didn't understand it then, but now being more mature and I'm 26 now, you know, and, and getting closer to God and, you know, you know, being uh, sensitive to his voice and what it is that he needs for me and, and following you know, the steps that I need to take, it has just helped me to really, I mean, fall in love with this thing. Like, I love this so much. And, you know, it's funny because I went to school to be an attorney and I just knew I was going to be a corporate lawyer. And and it's like, God just has a way of just showing you that that his plans are what's going to ultimately prevail. Absolutely. You know, it's like, we have these plans for our life. You know, and we just know what we're going to do. And we just, you know, this is where I'm going to be in five to six years. I never in a million years saw myself being a full-time entrepreneur and, you know, helping women and helping kids and, you know, being in a position where I could just impact. And I think, you know, one thing that really helped me to understand it is I love this so much that I'm willing to do it for free because I know that the impact that it's going to have on women, the impact that it has already had on women and kids that's going to outlast any dollar sign. You know what I mean? It's just being able to be, you know, to influence. I mean, of course we want to make an income, you know, cause you got to live. But I think that's when I truly realized that this was it for me, that I I would do this for free. I'm doing it for free, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's coming. <laughs> oh yeah. I already know. Yeah, it's coming. I already know. But Hold you know, on he tight, can trust girl. You over a little. Right. And when he can trust you over a little, that's when he gives you a lie. So he's already... <laughs> You know, he's already confirmed that he's about to do something major. And, you know, and that's great. But I just love the idea that I'm just able to help people because that's that to me. I feel like that's my payment at this point in time is knowing that I planted a seed and this person is blossoming and growing into the woman that they were already predestined to be. Amen. Now, you also have a podcast, too. Yes, I do. And what's the name of the podcast? It's called Empower Her, the podcast with Destiny Speaks. Okay. And it's basically, is it basically the same thing or is it more to it? I'm pretty sure it's more to it. Um, <laughs> well, I would say it's pretty much along the same lines, but I do go more in depth about different situations that women deal with on a daily. So, of course, 
you know, when you're in the women's organization, we, you know, we have the monthly meetings where we come from the Bible, you know, and I'm pretty much just pointing out to women, like, this is how powerful we are and pretty much just helping them discover the tools within them. With my podcast, it was funny because I sat on that for quite some time and I just, I was already told by my grandmother, God rest her soul, that I had the gift of gab. She used mm-hmm. to tell me all the time because I used to talk, 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 talk. When I was in school, they would be like, oh, she gets her work done. She's such a pleasure, but she just can't stop talking, right? Girl, that was on every report card. Yep. Oh, my goodness. And my grandmother would be like, that's me. If you just don't be quiet. And I'd be like, but I got stuff to say, right? I remember being in the fifth grade and one girl, you told the teacher, can you have destiny say it because she explains stuff better? (gasps) (laughs) And I would never forget that. So when I, actually, my assistant who's in the group with me, she's been a part of my organization since the very beginning. Um, She had actually told me, hey, Destiny, I think you should really consider doing a podcast. And at that time, I'm like, no, you know, I, I know a lot of people are doing podcasts at this point in time, but I was like, I don't think that's for me. And she was like, no, I really think you should consider it because, you know, you you have a lot to say, but it's valuable, you know. And I thought about it, thought about it. So, like, for a year and a half, I just sat on the idea. She sent me, you know, the this app or whatever. And she was like, hey, I want you to try this app out because this will help you launch your podcast, right? So I'm playing around with it. Um, and I would say that this podcast has really blown my mind. But I pretty much talk about everything that you could probably think of under the sun that women struggle with. And it's it's really all personal experiences that I've had myself because people always ask me, you know, how do you go from being this woman? Because I was crazy growing up, okay? <laughs> but how, do you go from being, how do you go from being this girl over here to now, you know, this woman over here? Um, and it's, it's just an opportunity for me to, you know, just continue being myself and be transparent, but also bring God into it just to show women that, you know, it doesn't matter how you start. It's about how you finish. Amen. And so, you know, letting them know that, you know, you are worthy and talking to them, thing, talking to them about things like mental health. Um, you know, I don't think as women, we take mental health seriously, especially in the black community. Um, but I talk about that. Um, I talk about, you know, my women who are going through their single season. Um, I, I just talk about so much. And, you know, I've, I've, I'm almost at like a thousand plays and I've only had this podcast going for a couple months. But it has really changed my life and it has helped me to really find out what women are wanting to hear, what they struggle with, and just, you know, giving my own personal opinion. Amen. Who is or who was your biggest influence in life? My biggest influence in life was my grandmother. Her name was Tammy. God rest her soul. Um, she passed away six years when I was six years ago when I was 20. Um, but my mother had me when I was 14. And so my grandmother actually has raised me since birth. And um, she was probably the most strongest woman that I've ever met in my life. Like she, we were so much alike that, you know, of course, as a teenager growing up, you know, we were butt heads a lot. Mm-hmm. But she was literally my best friend. Like she would tell me when I was, you know, having my rebellious moments, running away from home and doing all this crazy stuff. She would always tell me, like, you know, Destiny, you're you're so powerful, and I just wish you would tap into that. And she would always speak life over me. I remember I would hear her in her room praying for me and my siblings. And, you know, a lot of the things that she prayed for are coming to pass now. Um, And I, you know, I just, I don't think I've ever met anybody 
as truly wonderful as my grandmother. She was definitely a gem. And I'm so grateful to God for, you know, just having her watch over me and be there with me for the 20 years that she was. Because, of course, back then, you know, when she passed away when I was 20, of course, she probably didn't think that I listened to her. But I find myself now as an adult with a child of my own, just really leaning on the foundation that she built in my life, you know, going off of the things that she taught me. Um, I have a lot of old morals, you know, like how old people used to be back in the day. You know, my mm-hmm. generation, I'm not like them at all. <laughs> like, you know, and, I, and I would be like, I'm so <clears throat> different. God, why am I so different? But I was raised by my grandparents. And so, you know, a lot of the old traditions and values and things like that that they instilled in, in my you know, mom and uncles, um, you know, it's just, it, it's, I'm, I'm not the average 26 year old and I'm really grateful for that. I was very sheltered growing up. Um, and I didn't understand then, but now, you know, like I said, as an adult, I really understand. So I'm just really grateful for her. I wish she was still here with me. Um, but you know, God just loans them to us, you know, cause ultimately we belong to him. And so that was my, my number one. So Oh, gotta love them grandmas, huh? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> now, what advice do you give a young woman who is feeling lost and hopeless? A young woman who is feeling lost and hopeless, the advice that I would give to them is you really have to dig deep. Um, you know, I think it comes a time where you really have to believe in yourself, even when nobody else does. Because if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in the gifts and the talents that you have, how are you going to be able to convince anybody else of it? And so, you know, I deal with a lot of women in general who are lost. And I think, you know, them just really digging deep and understanding that they are powerful, that they don't need people to validate them, that they don't need a man to validate them, that they don't have to be codependent on others, that everything that they truly need to succeed is already within. They just have to tap into it. Now, what do you tell yourself when you feel yourself going down that negative hill? Yes, I'm glad you asked me that because today, earlier, I felt myself doing that. (laughs) Um, And I had no idea why. I'm like, hold on, what's going on today, right? And I had to, like, hype myself up because I was like, I got this interview today with Lillian. Like, (laughs) you know, God, we can't be having me feeling all depressed. But now, what I pretty much do when I'm starting to feel down and out is I, one, pray. Um, I like to listen to my gospel music. My boyfriend is always laughing at me because I stay with my gospel music going as encouragement. Um, I get into my word and then I also affirm myself. So, you know, I tell myself that you can do this. You are capable of doing this. You know, you, you've already been through, you know, the toughest of times and you made it through that. So if God did it before, he can do it again. You know, and just hyping myself up to understand like destiny, don't go back, you know, don't go backwards. always go forward. Um, You know, when I start to have a negative, like if I feel myself going into that negative mindset or going into that negative self-talk, I always think of something positive to negate that. You know what I mean? So to go up against it, if I start feeling like I'm unworthy, then I'm like, no, I am worthy because God called me. He he says I'm worthy, you know, Um, and just different things. Sometimes I'll pull out my favorite scripture, uh, which is Psalm 46 and five, God is within her and she will not fall. Um, and so I look at that, I read that, um, and I just, you know, keep it moving. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? 
In the next 10 years, um, I see myself having my own school for youth. Um, I see myself having my own headquarters in different um, parts of the world with the Empowerment Daily Devotional Corporation. Um, and I just see myself pretty much just speaking around the world to women um, and young girls and just helping them, you know, push forward. I was a teen mom at 16. And so um, I think just, you know, growing up and having that childhood where it was a lot, um, that's that's also what I would say, just, just like pushing me to be in the position that I'm in now. Um, but I, I really just want to do this for the rest of my life. So just continuing to expand. That's pretty much it. <laughs> now, how can people contact you? Um, people can contact me by going to my website, which is www destiny that's the d-e-s-t-i-n-e-y speaks.com um you can also email me which is info at destiny speaks.com um or you can find me on facebook at destiny speaks you can find me on twitter which is destiny underscore speaks um and instagrams which is destiny speaks underscore o-x um and so it's many different platforms that you can reach me on I promise I don't bite. I love talking and connecting with people. Um, so even if you wanted to just reach out and say, hey, uh, I would definitely respond back. Okay. And where can they find your podcast? They can find my podcast on all platforms. So I'm on Apple. Um, I'm on radio. Um, I think it's Radio Public, um, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I'm all over. So all you have to do is just type in Empower Her exclamation mark the podcast and i'll pop right on up all right amen you got one more question you ready yep <laughs> all right so if you can have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room what would it be and why hmm i would have to say beyonce who runs the world okay uh, <laughs> and i would say because um, it just, I don't know, like it just hypes me up all the time. Um, I listen to that song a lot before I go to speak, but, um, I don't know. I just, I feel it like who runs the world girls. Like we just have so much power within us. And if you don't realize how much power you have, like you're really missing out because you have to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, 365 days, 366 on a leap year with yourself. Right. And so if you don't know how powerful you are like this, that's a bummer. So that's my song because it helps me to understand that I run this and, you know, I control how I want things to play out in my life. Amen. And this is what ladies need to think about. The devil didn't go to Adam. He went to exactly. the woman. He because <laughs> he knew that woman has so much control over that man's mind. Yep. That all she had to do was hold the fruit, because we don't know what it was, hold the fruit in front of him and say, here, take a bite. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Stupid. So if the, if Satan knows that a woman's, where this woman's strength is, a woman definitely needs to figure that thing out. Yes. And I think there was a meme on Facebook or Instagram that I remember seeing that really stuck with me. And it said, be the type of woman that when your feet hit the floor in the morning, the devil says, oh, snap, she's up. We was actually ordained to do that. Yep. 
It's part of our curse. <laughs> well, it's part of, it's part of his curse that a woman was gonna step on his head. Yep. So, girl, you're the bomb. Love you. I love you too. You're the bomb as well. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so much. Thank you, Destiny, for being on my show. I really enjoyed you. And thank you for helping women embrace who they are, what they are, and how they are with the grace of God. And if you would like to be on Worldly Church Girl, click the link below, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with that thing. And this season is wrapping up, y'all. Hit that subscription button. You don't want to miss. You don't want to miss the next season coming up. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only worldly church girl. <laughs>